In order to overcome porn addiction, you need to hate porn more than you love it. Let me say that again. In order to overcome porn addiction, you need to hate porn more than you love it. Now, some of you listening right there, man, you immediately push back at that statement and you say, I don't love porn. What kind of man do you think I am? I disagree with you. There's part of you that does love porn. Even as new creations in Christ, sin still resides in our flesh and it craves sinful things like porn. Part of you loves porn. You need to recognize that fact and realize that in order to overcome porn addiction or any kind of sinful addiction, you need to hate it more than you love it. And how do we come to hate it more than we love it? By renewing our minds, like the scriptures tell us to do in Romans 12 too. It says, do not be conformed to this world. In other words, don't be like everyone else down here on the planet, but be transformed. How? By the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. The renewing of our mind, the renewing of our thoughts regarding God, ourselves, women, porn, purity, etc. It causes you to hate porn more than you love it. It's all about renewing our mind, renewing our thoughts. So in this episode, I'm going to help you renew your mind. I'm going to help you hate porn more than you love it. And then I'm going to help you understand why you should consider joining one of our online support accountability groups for Christian men, a.k.a. Climb Teams. So go grab a high cup of coffee, your Bible, your journal, your pen. I already got mine right here. And be ready to write down. Whatever God is speaking to you about, my brothers, and here we go. You're listening to The Grizz Podcast. Our mission is to guide, encourage, and equip you on your journey with Christ. It's time for you to rise up, honor God, and live manly. Now here's our host, Jason George. Get him, Jay. Yo, yo, yeah, that's a new intro right there, boy, gets me fired up, welcome to the show, my brothers from other mothers, hope you guys are doing well, I received some positive feedback from a few of you guys regarding last week's episode, which was entitled, Even Great Men Battle Depression, Even Great Men Battle Depression, I received this message from a listener named Joseph. Hey, brother, I just listened to your latest episode, and I wanted to let you know that it was a huge, huge encouragement to me. I'm in my early 20s, and I've been struggling with some depression lately concerning my best years being behind me and my life not amounting to what I thought it would be. It seems like God used your words to speak directly into my situation. Keep up the good work, brother. Super grateful for you and your ministry. That really encouraged me. I love to get that kind of positive feedback. Love hearing from our listeners. There's links in the show notes if you want to connect with me via email or social media, by the way. And Joseph, one thing I want to say to you, my brother, who told you that your best years are behind you, man? You're like, I'm in my early 20s. My best years are behind me, brother. No, man, no. You need to change your perspective on that faux show. Yes, yes. Anyway, depression among Christian men and even Christian leaders 
is more prevalent than most people realize. I'm working on another episode regarding depression. We're going to look at some of the causes and also some holistic approaches to managing and overcoming it when it hits. So stay tuned for that. It's going to be really good. Super, super helpful. Let me grab a sip of my fresh coffee. Yeah, actually, it's an Americano because I got a machine that can make Americanos because I'm sophisticated like that, dude. Um, Hey, have you given the Grizz podcast a rating and review yet? If not, what's wrong with you? you know, put me on pause right now. Give us a quick rating, a review, wherever you listen to the show, Apple, Spotify, wherever. That helps us out big time. Uh, what else? I wanted to mention that I will be at, Lord willing, I mean, the rapture could occur. I could die. Who knows, man? So if the Lord wills, but I am planning to be at the Be Strong Men's Conference at Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters in Andrews, North Carolina. The weekend of March 24th through 26th, I would love to meet and connect with you brothers if you're going to be there. We can grab a cup of coffee together. You can tell me about yourself. There's still some room to sign up for that conference. Space is limited. I'll put a link in the show notes. I think they're at capacity for lodging. So you have to get a cabin or an Airbnb off campus. I don't think there's any hotels in Andrews, North Carolina, but there's a lot of Airbnbs and cabins you can rent nearby. That's what I'm doing with my buddy Josh, who's planning to fly in from Maryland. I'm going to pick him up. We're going to travel out to Old Snowbird. Always some good fellowship and Bible teaching at the Be Strong Men's Conference at Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters. If you can't make that conference and you're a youth pastor, youth leader, you guys should go to the... uh, the Youth Pastor Youth Leader Conference that they have every year. That'll be really good too, man. And it's really, really affordable. What else is going down lately? Man, I've been switching up my workouts. This week I've been working out in my living room on a YouTube channel. There's this Asian dude. His name is Jordan Yao. Jordan Yao. Y-E-O-H. Jordan Yao fitness and he does some great cardio strength exercises using like a lot of body weight there's some beginner videos there's some advanced stuff dude I get my yoga mat out and I hit it hard for about 30 minutes that's what I did this morning and got my heart rate up worked up a sweat got my muscles sore you know what I'm saying I didn't feel like doing it (laughs) I didn't want to do it, but man, I, you got to do what you don't feel like doing, dude. That's just, that's just what men do. And then I went and I jumped in a cold shower. I really did. I did. I do that often. That's not easy either, man. (laughs) But when I start my day like that, like I'll have my devotions with a cup of coffee for about 20 minutes and then go hit a 30, 45 minute workout. And then I'm also down in like a liter of lemon water. And then I hit a cold shower. It's like, hello, dude, charges me up, man. I honestly feel better, more energized to take on the day. So if you're needing a good workout and you don't want to join a gym or hire a trainer, I mean, who who, who does that? Some people do it. Check out Jordan Yao. Jordan Yao. Yao. Y-E-O-H. <laughs> if he ever hears this, he's going to be like, why you make fun of me, man? Jordan Yao Fitness. I'm not, dude. You're a beast. Your workouts are a beast. And uh, you're a fit dude, man. It's on YouTube. Uh, you just got to follow him. And if you can't do everything that he does, don't worry about it. You know, some of his exercises I got to modify because I got a bad lower back. So just do what you can. We all need to be pushing ourselves to be in better health, to be hard to kill, get stronger, get tougher, make working out part of your life, your daily routine, 
Even if it's just going for a one-mile walk with your ruck pack on, do it. Do it, my brothers. The Grizz has still got about 25 pounds to lose. I'm working at it, man. Yes, yes. Anyway, that's what's going down. Let's dig into the meat of this week's episode. As I said at the intro, in order to overcome porn addiction, you need to hate porn more than you love it. Because even as new creations in Christ, sin still resides in our flesh. And it craves sinful things like porn. So there's part of you, your sinful flesh, that loves porn. And I get that. I understand that. I deal with it too. You got to recognize that fact. And you got to realize that in order to overcome porn addiction, you need to get to the point where you hate porn more than you love it. So you're like, well, how's that going to happen? Well, you got to renew your mind. You got to change your thought patterns, your way of thinking, what what you think on. And we do that with the word of God and uh, truth. Just any kind of truth can renew our mind. Getting the truth on God, getting the truth about ourselves, getting the truth about women, porn, the truth about porn, the truth about personal purity and what it does for us. That's what we need because porn's a big fat lie. It's a lie that you're believing, given into. We need truth. When you renew your mind with truth, it causes you to hate porn more than you love it. Renewing your mind, your thoughts, will help you hate porn more than you love it. And when you hate porn more than you love it, that's when you begin to overcome it. I'm speaking from experience here. I know what I'm talking about. So right now, I'm going to give you some things to help you renew your mind, to help you hate porn more than you love it. And then I also, as I said, want to help you understand why you should consider joining one of our online support accountability groups for Christian men, a.k.a. Climb Teams. So let's start out renewing our minds regarding porn, ourselves, women, purity, and even our understanding of God, who he is, what he's done for us, and what he expects of us. What I'm about to share with you comes from a blogger named Eric Simmons. It's entitled, I Hate Porn. Pornography is a problem. Porn is like a narcotic. It hijacks the brain. It redefines human sexuality. And in the meantime, ruins lives, destroys families, and destabilizes ministries. And honestly, it's a problem that makes me tired. Tired of the devastation Satan is causing to children, women, families, pastors, churches, and the world with this tragic evil. Porn became a problem for me when I was only six And by the grace of God, that problem ended when Jesus saved me at age 17. But I know it rarely happens so cleanly. It is still a temptation. Yes, temptation abounds living in the city I do and with the heart I have. But grace abounds all the more in Jesus Christ. Friends, I hate porn and here's why. I hate porn because it's a perversion of what God created in man and woman. I hate porn because it exploits women made in the image of God into an image made for a man's lust. I hate porn because it objectifies women into a consumable product instead of a glorious image-bearing creature of God. I hate porn because I love women. In particular, my wife and three daughters. I hate porn because it takes the soul-satisfying experience of sex with a covenantally committed spouse and turns it into a twisted soul-shrinking experience of self-sex. 
I hate porn because it turns sons and daughters of God into slaves of sex. I hate porn because it turns potential missionaries into impotent Christians. I hate porn because it destroys marriages, many before they even begin. I hate porn because it extends adolescence and keeps men boys. I hate porn because it lies to men about beauty and leads men to look for a porn star instead of a woman who fears the Lord. I hate porn because it robs men and women of the full joy of obedience. I hate porn because it fractures trust between a husband and wife. I hate porn because it is a diabolical satanic activity that is subtly leading thousands upon thousands to hell. I hate porn because it leads to disqualified pastors and impotent churches. Pastors, if you're addicted to porn, you're disqualifying yourself and you are killing your church. I hate porn because I suspect it's the most significant reason we're not planning more churches and sending more missionaries. I hate porn because it disqualifies gospel preachers who could fill the empty church buildings in my city and so many others. I hate porn because of the disappointment children have to go through when their dad tells them why he lost his job or the opportunity to lead in the church. I hate porn because it teaches a distorted view of sex to children before it can be explained by loving parents. I hate porn because I'm tired of sitting in my living room with sobbing, confused, devastated wives and broken, embarrassed, condemned men who got caught. I hate porn because it leads to rape, molestation, and perversion that can devastate people for the rest of their lives. I hate porn because it turns men inward and suffocates a man's ambition to make God's name hallowed. I hate porn because it says sin, Satan, and the world are more satisfying than our triune God and his grace. I hate porn because I hate ungodly guilt and condemnation. I hate porn for the fear it induces in the hearts of parents everywhere that their child could stumble upon a site and get addicted. But I love Jesus. I love Jesus because he loves people with porn problems. I love Jesus because he is powerful to free porn-enslaved hearts. He who knew no porn addiction became porn addiction so the porn addict might become the righteousness of God in him. That's the truth of 2 Corinthians 5.21. He who had no sin became sin for you so that you may become the righteousness of God. In that one brilliant sentence, the Apostle Paul puts an end to the porn problem. Friend, you are no longer in Adam, but in Jesus. Jesus became a substitute for you. It was as if he became the porn addict by receiving the just penalty due for our perversion. And you became the righteous son or daughter of God with all its benefit. Friend, in one act of love and justice, in the cross work of Jesus, through faith in him, you are now clean, holy, accepted, forgiven, and free. Let me say it again. Free. 
I love Jesus. Man, if that doesn't motivate you to hate porn more than you love it, I don't know what will. If you hear that and you can go click on a porn site right now and go masturbate, you're in a really dark, desperate place. I don't understand how you can hear that and then not motivate you to hate porn more than you love it. That kind of motivation is something to be daily renewing your mind with so that it creates a hatred for porn and a love for holiness. I've mentioned before here on the podcast that part of my personal morning routine, along with scripture reading and prayer, is to read or mentally recall because I can do it by memory now, because I've read it so many times, at least 10 reasons why I need to stay away from porn and other sexual sins. I will bring those reasons to mind. That's part of my morning routine. I will say them to myself. What am I doing when I do that? I'm constantly feeding the hatred for porn and a love for holiness. That kind of habit that's part of my morning routine is me obeying Romans 12 too. I'm renewing my mind daily so that I can live a transformed, godly life. This is something that I help guys learn and develop when I'm working with them one-on-one or with online support accountability groups, a.k.a. climb teams. I help them learn how to develop structure, uh, morning routines, weekly routines, just things they need to be doing. The renewing of our mind, man. Going over the reasons why porn is so evil and so destructive. Going over who we are in Christ, what God has done for us, how he sees us now. It's powerful, man. So what I want to do right now uh, for the second part of this episode is talk to you about our climb teams our climb teams, our online support accountability groups for Christian men. So let's take a quick break. I'm going to go warm up my coffee, and then we will dig into some more meat. Grizzy, grizzy, can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. Grizzy, grizzy, grizzy. <laughs> I can't get enough of that beat, man. It's so good. Now, if you know the song, the lyrics are not good. But uh, I'm not throwing the beat out. I'll throw the lyrics out. But I'm not throwing the beat out. That's good stuff. All right. I'm back. Listen, guys, if you're struggling with sexual temptation, internet porn, going too far with your girlfriend, whatever, then you need much more 
than a mere accountability partner. You need a safe community of Christian brothers where you can find guidance, support, and accountability. You need to check out our online groups for Christian men called Climb Teams. Guys are finding freedom from porn addiction, and they're growing together the way the Bible says we're supposed to. They're getting real. They're being authentic. They're knowing other guys, and they're being known and being accepted with all their junk. They're being accepted. They're getting solid biblical and practical guidance. They're being prayed over. They're staying connected throughout the week, keeping in touch with one another. Guys, listen, in this Christian life, you're not supposed to climb alone, my brothers. A friend of mine named Ben, he's over in the UK. We were talking this morning, and he shared something with me that I want to share with you guys that he got from another guy that contacted him. And this is going to help you understand the importance of, of going beyond just having a quote-unquote accountability partner and really getting, uh, going all in, being part of a solid support accountability group, a group of like-minded Christian brothers. This is what a brother wrote to him. This year is 2011. It was supposed to be my first year of med school. Instead, I'm living in my parents' home, fresh recipient of a Bachelor's of Science in Biology, trying to figure out how the heck you follow God's leading in your life. I gave up my dream of becoming a psychiatrist because God told me he would do way more if I was willing to surrender my plans to him and pursue ministry. I happily obliged in the moment, but now I was stuck. To make matters worse, I was still addicted to porn. And even though I was running after God with all my heart, soul, mind, strength, I couldn't escape its grip. The roots were too deep. One day, I bumped into an old friend who also recently graduated and happened to be unemployed at the time as well. We agreed that we should hang out since we quite literally had nothing else to do. Three hours of Halo 3 later, we were best friends. For the next year, I was at his house almost every day playing video games, talking about girls, and discussing faith. Eventually, the faith conversation took a twist, and we got onto the subject of sexual sin. I was sensing more in my heart that I needed to open up about with my struggles with porn and masturbation. And given the kind of friendship we were building, I decided he would be recipient number one of my horrid confession. The fear was real. The fear of rejection, fear of friendship loss, fear of reputation being ruined in the community. The list goes on and on. I was terrified, but I did it anyway. Me too, man, was his response. What a relief wait a minute, if I struggle and he struggles, then we should be accountability partners. So there we were, just a few short days later, setting up our internet filter accountability systems. The filter would track any pornographic content we view, compile a list, and send a report to the other at the end of the week. It was foolproof. If that doesn't stop you from watching, what will? Am I right? Nope. I'm not right. Not right at all. At first, it was relatively smooth sailing. We were having good conversations about it, and we would check in. Hey, man, looks like it was a rough week. Everything okay? But the system started to crumble. The check-ins were less frequent, and maybe worst of all, I started to get curious and would click around on the websites that showed up in his weekly report. It was the blind leading the blind. It was sheep without a shepherd. That experience was painful, as it initially promised so much hope, but eventually ended in futility and shame 
But I learned something very important that day. To this day, it still helps me. You cannot give what you do not have. My friend and I needed leadership. We needed guidance. And we couldn't get it from each other because neither of us had success in this area. So we spun our tires round and round as a result. What we really needed was someone who had been in our shoes but made it to the other side successfully. Someone who understood the hardship but also found ways to push through. It took me a few more years before I found those people. And once I did, pretty much everything changed. Did you hear that, guys? When did everything change for this guy? When he found, quote unquote, those people, plural. A solid support accountability group that had solid leadership and offered solid biblical guidance that works. That's when everything changed for him. That's what climb teams can do for you. You say, well, what are climb teams exactly? Climb teams are weekly online small groups for Christian men who are serious about overcoming porn and other sexual struggles, addictions that are hindering them from experiencing God's best for their life. You see, guys, the opposite of addiction is not sobriety. The opposite of addiction is connection with God and connection with like-minded brothers in Christ who can climb with you. Climb teams are a safe place for Christian men to find the connection, biblical guidance, support, accountability, and encouragement that they need to overcome and grow in godliness. Here's how they work. We meet online, like I said, once a week via Zoom. Um, The guys that are members every week, an email goes out. They get the Zoom link. They know the time, the day, the time that we meet. It's the same every week. We meet for about 60 to 70 minutes. And every guy that's there is serious about pursuing freedom, growth, and wholeness in Christ. Nobody thinks they're all that, all that. Nobody looks down their nose at you, judges you, condemns you. Each of the climb teams consists of about seven to 10 guys, no more than that. They, we purposely keep them small so that they can be, uh, people can be known. People can really know each other. Meetings always begin with prayer and also a short reading or encouragement from scripture. We start the meeting with prayer and getting God's word. It's nothing long, but that's how we start our meetings. Each team member is given approximately five minutes to answer check-in questions, which they get those check-in questions in in advance. Not all of the check-in questions are the same every single week. They can differ. I send out an email in advance of the meeting that has not only the meeting link, but it also has the meeting agenda, what we're going to go over, what questions we're going to answer, what the homework is. And um, it has some other resources in there that could help the guys. Each team member, after they get done sharing how they did for the week, um, they're encouraged. They're given words of encouragement, and they're also prayed over. That's very powerful. I've seen guys, including myself, break down in tears just hearing another brother pray over them and their struggles, their issues, their marriage. It's so good, man. Team members keep communication throughout the week. by uh, We have a private group chat with an app called Signal. Uh, 
So guys are constantly keeping in contact. Today I was looking at the group chat with the guys on a climb team and you know, one guy's like, yo, man, pray for me. I got this big meeting. I'm in the military. I got this general coming in. Guys are like, I got you. I'm praying for you. Another guy's like, man, pray for me. My, my daughter's in labor right now. She's about to have a baby. Guys are like, I'm praying right now for that. Another guy's just like, man, I got a bad report. Something going on with my business. I got to deal with this. Guys are like, we're praying for you right now. It's what it's about. It's more than just, did you look at porn this week? Guys are being known, and they're knowing each other. They're connecting. They're accepting one another. They're checking on one another, caring for one another. Another thing that Climb Team members get is every week I send out uh, a separate email that has updates for the group, some biblical guidance for the guys, encouragement, some helpful links are in the email, And then prayer requests, whatever the guys mentioned in our meeting that they want to be prayed for, I let everybody know, just remind them, hey, here's what we need to be praying for, for each other so that we can actually pray for one another because prayer is powerful and prayer is effective. It works. We're seeing that. Team members also work through a book called The Game Plan. It's by a counselor pastoral counselor, Joe Dallas. We work through that for several weeks. And then after we work through it, we'll often go back to it uh, because we need to. We need to review and make sure we're getting down everything that's covered there with the structures and things that we need to set in place. And then something that makes what we're doing with our online accountability support groups just so unique from what some other ministries are doing I'm sorry, I'm partial, but ours are the best. <laughs> I've been part of others, and I've learned about others. I've, I've met with people that are running them, and I've, I've tried to learn what they're doing, take from what they're doing that's good, and figure out how to make what we're doing here even better. But when guys reach sobriety milestones, I've always felt like they need to be rewarded. Give them something. It encourages them. It also lets them know, like, man, I'm making progress. And it's also something where they're just like, man, all that sobriety time I've got, I don't want to give that up for one short-lived moment of sexual gratification, you know, looking at porn and having an orgasm. Is it really worth losing all that sobriety time? But I like having a reward out in front of them. And this may sound little. I mean, I didn't think of the reward sobriety reward system. Uh, AA has been doing it for years in a SA um, celebrate recovery, but typically it's a little chip. You get, it looks like a poker chip and you can put it on a keychain or carry it in your pocket. It's like your, you know, one month, 30 day sobriety, you get that chip and that's cool. I've always thought that was cool, but we're a climb team. So I wanted to do something better that went with our, our theme, our, Um, this imagery that we have here of climbing the trail, overcoming, climbing together. So I reward the guys with nice climbing carabiners. I'm not talking about the little promotional carabiners where you can get your business name put on it. And it has also a warning on it, like (laughs) never use for climbing (laughs) because it's not made for that. Now I send the guys a real, legit climbing carabiner that if they wanted to use it for climbing, it'll work. You can trust it with your life. So at one month, the guys get a nice green carabiner. You get the green one when you hit 30 days. Their next milestone is three months. They get a blue carabiner. The next big one is six months. You get a silver carabiner. And then the next one is nine months. You get the black carabiner. And I don't know. Guys can put them wherever they want. They can hang them up in their office. They can put them on their backpack, their ruck. They can use it as uh, to hold their keys. I, I don't know what they do, what they want to do with it. And there's nothing on it that says climb teams. There's nothing on it that says 60 days or 90 days sobriety so that you don't have to worry about someone going, oh, what are you sober from? Are you, were you alcoholic? 
there's nothing on there. You know what the carabiners mean, what the colors mean. You know. So when guys reach those, like, I mail it to them. I send them a handwritten card and I say, good job, man. I'm so proud of you. You push me to keep climbing. And they do. I sincerely mean that. Leading climb teams has been really purifying for me and helpful to me because I still get tempted. Like I said, there's still a part of me that loves porn. But watching guys find freedom and knowing that I got to come in and be the the group leader, the facilitator, I'm like, man, I don't want to let them down. It's been so good. Let's see. As team members, the guys are known, they're accepted, they're loved, they're guided, they're encouraged, they're also challenged. If a guy is slacking, if he's missing meetings, you know, I'll give him a little bit of grace, but I tell him, hey, man, you made a commitment. You keep missing meetings, you don't have a valid reason, you keep showing up 20 minutes late to meeting, you're out of the group. If it's not going to be a priority to you, you're not in the right place. You can come back when you're ready to make the commitment. I'm not, I don't play. You're out. You got to be serious. If guys are not willing to do the homework assignments and start implementing the changes in their life, start trying to make, set up morning routines and all the things we talk about. Then I tell them like, dude, are you climbing with us or not? Hey man, everybody falls. They're going to slip. They're going to fall. We show them grace. But if the, the main thing is I want to see them trying, fighting. Don't come in the group if you're not going to try. You're not going to fight. If you're trying and you're fighting and you fall and you fall and you fall, we're there. We got you. But, dude, we push you. We'll challenge you because we all need that. If we sense that you're BSing, we're going to call you out on it. Hey, this is a BS-free zone there there's 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 no bs none you can have a horrible week and fall flat on your face do something that is just perverted despicable but you come in and you share that you be real we you're safe there we respect that we value that we honor that that you're being real so the journey isn't easy being in a climb team but it is life-changing. I know what some of you are thinking. Well, man, this is what should be happening inside the local church. Guys should be doing this, man, and we should be doing We need to get this together. You're right. I encourage you if, you, if you can do all this and get it together and you got somebody that'll do this and lead like this, by all means. Good luck with that. I wish it were different. Now, some churches may have something like this. And if they do, that is awesome. Praise God. But many just don't. And there's also guys that may feel like I'm on staff at a church. I don't want to open up to the guys at church about my struggles. I get that too. There's guys in climb teams that are in that situation. There's guys that are just like, I'm just not comfortable with the guys in my church. It's not that you're not willing to open up, but you're like, that's, it's not, it's not right. Something's off with that. So, and then there's the whole, you know, no matter where you're at, if you're traveling, if you're at home, if you're in a hotel, whatever, with a climb team, you know, it's the same time. Same day, same time, and you just log in through Zoom. You show up, and everybody's there. Doesn't matter where you're at. You don't have to drive anywhere. You don't have to go in some room in the church and worry about some ladies being next door to the room, prepping for some banquet or wedding reception for the next day, and they're overhearing conversation. You don't have to worry about any of that. We are committed to 100% confidentiality. Climb teams are a safe place to be honest and real about your struggles. There is a membership cost, $40 per month. Comes down to $10 per week. I don't apologize for that at all. 
I feel like that's cheap. Cheap, man. But you need to pay. You need to be committed. That shows that you're committed. The amount of time, work, energy, content that I put into this, no, man, you're going to give back to our ministry for this. And if you're like, well, I don't like that. I'm not doing it. I think it should be free. Okay, then go find something this good that's completely free, you moron. If you think our ministry is getting rich off of $40 a month with guys that are in climb teams, you're also an idiot. $40 per month. Or a guy can pay for the entire year up front $440 for the entire year to be part of a climb team. That's a discounted price of one month completely free. I asked some of the guys who are members of our climb teams to share what the experience has been like for them. And I'm not going to share their names or their locations because, like I said, we value complete confidentiality. But I just want to close out with you listening to what is happening inside of the guys that are part of a climb team. Because I really want you to think about joining one of our climb teams. If you don't have anything like this in your life and you know you need it, then I want you to seriously think about joining one of our climb teams. I was skeptical about airing out my dirty laundry. I hate admitting that I have a problem that I cannot overcome on my own. I tried and failed over and over. I found myself in periods of sobriety, and then out of nowhere, I would fall off the wagon. I have found that confessing my weakness to other brothers and having an actual climbing plan is the pathway to overcoming sexual sin, or any sin for that matter. My climb team has helped me achieve six months in counting of porn-free living, sobriety, If you are willing to be open and honest and legitimately combat sin with a group of guys who struggle just like you, then you're ready to join a climb team. My climb team has helped me experience guilt-free living, clarity of mind, and a deep brotherhood. There is probably more at stake than you guys realize. It is worth the investment. Stop trying to climb alone. We'll just call him Jay. I won't share his name. Here's what another guy said. A climb team was just the thing I needed. I needed a community of brothers climbing the same trail, fighting the same fight. Since joining up with my climb team, I found support, encouragement, truth, and true accountability. We have a safe space to share our struggles, confess our failures, and walk out our biblical command to bear our brother's sins and burdens. I look forward to what the future holds. We'll call that guy B. Another guy said, My climb team with Jason George has been a huge blessing to me. My porn slash unwanted sexual behaviors, or my sin chains, have been broken. And my climb team has been a valuable tool in making that happen. Trying to do it alone or just with an accountability partner is not enough support to overcome your addiction. You need a group of Christian men who struggle with the same challenges, and yet they climb with you. We'll call him R. That's from R. This last one. I've been battling the grips of porn for as long as I can remember, and for years I lived in shame and isolation with the mindset that if I tried hard enough, I could overcome it on my own. But I learned that I couldn't do it on my own. I needed the fellowship of like-minded brothers that share in the same struggles that I struggle with and understand how difficult it is to stop looking at porn. Climb teams are a safe place where you can be totally honest with your struggles and will never, all caps, be shamed or condemned. It's a group of men that will love you, pray for you, and support you no matter where you're at on your journey. At times, you'll be lovingly challenged and pushed to become the godly men we all want to become. 
I can't put into words how much my climb team has helped me, and I know it can help you too. That's from T. So like I said, guys, if you're struggling with sexual temptation, internet porn, going too far with your girlfriend, whatever, then you need much more than a mere accountability partner. You need a safe community of Christian brothers where you can find guidance, support, accountability, acceptance. You need to check out our weekly online groups for Christian men, a.k.a. climb teams. Go to our website, narrowtrail.com, narrowtrail.com. Click on the page for climb teams to learn more. There's also a short online application if you're interested in joining a climb team. That helps us see if we're a good fit for you and if you're a good fit for our climb teams. And then we'll get back to you on that. If you have any questions and you'd like to talk to me about climb teams, uh, you can reach out to me at info at narrowtrail.com, info at narrowtrail.com. That's it for now, my brothers. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Honor God. Live manly. I'm out. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind.